Hi everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Entrepreneur podcast. This is me Ekam, your host and co-founder of entrepreneur.in. Today we have with us the very talented Gopalika Virmani, who is a stylist, producer and a set designer. In addition to being a multi-hyphenate, Virmani is also extremely warm, honest and kind. So stay tuned to listen to a very rich, honest, candid and very very insightful conversation. Hi Gopalika, thank you so much for being here today. We're so grateful and happy to have you on our show. How are you feeling today? It's you know, it's Friday, it's the weekend, and it's almost Diwali. You're almost getting married. How are you feeling? I was that I was like, you know, I've forgotten everything apart from the fact that 20 days from now I have to get married, and I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it because like two days like before today, I was literally working and shooting, so it's hit me right. today morning that. I have to get married and this has to happen so it is what it is it's love how are you feeling how, how's it how's it been you know um I can, I'm going to tell you this I my wedding was planned in April okay. and we had this whole like wedding with 250 people and right. like right. like you know what we're going to do this right. um and 15 days before the wedding um you know uh, lockdown was announced and we weren't ready for it and we were like no there's always going to be a solution right because there's always a solution there's always a a vaccine there's always a way the government finds a way uh this time there was literally no way and (laughs) oh so the wedding is really getting postponed and now it's happening and i think we're so much more chilled about it because we're just like take care we've done this whole gameplay before so we're gonna do the same again for sure i think that whole wave of fear has i think sort of surpassed us and also because i think in india recovery rate's so great right now i think my parents haven't left the house more than three times in the last eight months my god that must have been so in my house it's literally that the fear has not left us at all in fact like my mom has made a whole safety sheet right uh, and recorded videos and done things like that with the hotel just to make sure that those 50 people are safe so my house is on a major fear level but yes for me personally it's so much more right now I think older people, it's much more, you know, absolutely. absolutely. For us, like, even if we get, I feel like it's, it's going to be okay. And we can't take it for granted. We can't even tell them not to be, you know, afraid. Absolutely. So I'm just like, mom, you do you and you do what makes you comfortable. And you feel like easy about the situation. I'm glad though. I'm so happy this is happening. I feel like, you know, finally people are sort of feeling better. Um, You know, that whole gloom and doom sort of, you know, vibe is, just leaving slowly you know it's seeping yes. out and I, that yes. honestly like even other I see color on people's Instagram I see lots of right. happy stories and I'm like exactly. wow. even if you're in your house you're making that effort to get ready and Absolutely. you know be it any occasion you're just yes. making that effort and that's what matters these are the small joys of life we've forgotten for the last at least uh, right. six months if not more Agreed. Um, so yeah I mean I feel it's really really important and very important for us to actually feel happy for these small joys, right? Absolutely. Because like businesses have gone down, everything's been, you know, so yes. sad. But yes. anyway, okay, Gopalika, for our listeners, can you take us through a little bit of, because I feel like, you know, there is just so much to cover. It'd be really nice to just understand um, how your personal journey started. Who were you as a kid, you know? Were you always interested in the creative field? Were you always into fashion, into art, into, you know, so how did that go for you? As a kid, I want to tell you, I was really, really attached to my grandmother. I've, uh, my parents uh, used to give us so much, like they, they, my parents gave us a lot of time, but they were also away at work. Right. Um, I was my uh, grandmom and granddad's child. Like it was like, the, like I was their little project and it was the best thing that happened to me was my grandparents. Um, and of course, my parents, they mean the world to me. And they, they, I'm going to tell you later on as to how and how each one of them have actually contributed to who I am today. It always happens in its own sweet way. Um, my grandmom really really liked when I used to do creative things so there used to be this thing I used to do where I used to take her bed sheets and hang it um, you know in my balcony at the back and I used to tell people whoever used to come into the house or my grandmom or whatever whatever that now I'm wearing this outfit so you click me in front of this bed sheet so I remember meeting a 
relative just about two years ago and you know she was like Palika do you remember what you used to do every Diwali and I said no she's like you started making uh, you know you had this bed sheet that you had taken from your daddy's room right. And your dadi used to also be like, Ari, no, no, Gopalika's heart will get broken. Everybody has to pose in front of that backdrop. Everybody has to play Gopalika's picture. <laughs> you know, so I was this child who loved getting shot. I was never camera shy because I'd seen my mother in front of the camera. Um, right. I'd seen my dad behind the camera because he is a producer. Right. Um, I'd seen my grandfather as a journalist. We're a complete media house. So for me, That's amazing. Uh, so for right. me, it was never, um, you know, it was never a thing where I was ever camera shy, but I was always wanting to do things every single day. So, you right. know, while people were, uh, I mean, I mean, other kids are so creative, but while right. they were doing that, things I was actually here creating a studio on my balcony and you know doing costume change and right. forcing people to click me uh, and now it's a part of what I do every day so it's it's fucking fabulous that's amazing I feel like you grew up with such a rich sort of an environment like with your parents, I, I, with your yeah. I think that must have been an incredible childhood to grow up in you know it really was um, because you know um mom and dad mom's a fashion choreographer and you know she also does events and dad was right. a producer right. i never got to know i the work that i was doing even as a child when i say work i mean little projects that my parents would give me yeah um, i remember very clearly um you know i've seen uh some of the biggest people Cross my mom's studio and come out of right. there. Um, you know, I remember doing shows with Sushmita. I remember doing shows with wow. Neha. I remember doing these things because wow. that's lucky. <laughs> Yeah, so there was this time, you know, when I learned that there is something known as propping. Propping is when my mom asked me that, you know, Gopalika, here are a bunch of sunflowers. We have to add them to these hats. And, you know, it was a show that they were doing, I think, for uh, one of the leather apparel um, companies. Um, And that's the first time I realized, oh, you prop a place. Okay, oh, you prop your accessories. Oh, this is what, you know, this is what a setup looks like. These are the people who paint your setup. These are the people who set your setup. And um, a lot of what I do today sorry just like a lot of what I do today actually comes out of you know this place so I mean everything that I do today has been contributed to from my childhood from my parents and from what I've learned from them so I think that is um that is something that I feel everyone should know you know, I feel like from such an early age, you must have also been absorbing and learning. Okay. And- I was the youngest at my time. I used to be the youngest intern at NDTV. People used to oh, be like, Marga, why don't you just go back home? And I used to be like, bro, I have to do this. I want to do this. And uh, cut to, I went to, um, but you know, Aikam, I want to tell you something. My yeah. life changed in Milan. Um, it really did. And I'm going to tell you more about it later. But if you want to move on to your next question, or I can keep talking, honestly. We love it. We love it when we talk and we converse. So please, you know, but we will move on to the next question, you know. Uh, but like, feel free to just, you know, add any anecdotes. Absolutely. Um, anytime that you feel like. You know. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, Gopalika, next thing that a lot of people, like a lot of these young graduates also ask, you know, of course, you come from such a rich, uh, you know, cultured background, right? With... Uh, uh, people in fashion, in art, in journalism, you know, in yeah. media, right? You were surrounded by it all the time. Um, yes. So how how did you sort of go on to study something? Like, how was your degree or educational background like? And how did you take that decision? Because I feel like that's a big question on a lot of younger graduates' minds. You know, how what do they study if you actually want to get into this field? Good question. Um, I actually wanted to study and go to Milan a lot earlier in my life. Right. Oh, and my okay, you want to go there what are you going to do you want to go for a three-year course right. do you even know what your heart where your heart is at and I said no so sorry I was, I was going to London for school mm-hmm. and he was like you can go there but what does your heart really want to do do you even know what you want to do right. so I was like um you don't know I don't know what I want to do but I'll figure it out and he said no that's not how it works you can just go spend a lot of money for three years and mm-hmm. then decide how it works you know mm-hmm. that's not what you do so I was like so what do you think I should do he said here this is Bombay study at suppliers and you'll figure right. out quick right. uh, cut to he uh, told me that I wasn't going to go to any film school or and I also got into Vancouver film school which I felt was amazing mm-hmm. lovely uh, but lovely. I I mean it wasn't good enough for him then because it wasn't convincing enough for him and I'll tell you something my parents really really know I, I always believe in this that they know me better than I know me Right. Uh, and of course, now things are different. So, you know, if you want to choose a color red, you choose a color red. And- 
sort of based for a vacation is different but some of the major decisions of my life were mm-hmm. guided by my parents and as much as you feel that it's a stupid thing to say it's the truth um Hmm. So basically he didn't allow me to go to film school I went to Sapphires in Bombay I met these six girls who are in six complete different directions and six completely wow. different personalities right Now you know what happens in school like um is that you are you make friends that just get made by the way you know so they right. get made when you're in the first grade or the fourth grade and then you keep right. carrying on with them in That's college you actually make friends that you want to connect with. you want to connect with Correct. i finished college i actually went to vishal bhardwaj with uh, no certain uh, area or specific need to kind of do film and i started working on matruki bijli ka mandola and i realized that okay production is cool like Amazing. you know you can actually do production and this is what you do this is how you call the horses this is how you call the you get the lamps and then i entered this room right. which was full of propping and it was art like it was the art direction room and i was like oh why do we got direction you already have a, a, a you know a mahal which we are shooting at in gujarat mm-hmm. why do we need these things so right. then someone explained to me no the lamps have to be replaced the bed sheets have to be replaced the curtains have to be replaced and i'm like wow oh, okay. that's what we have to do got to life moved on i came back i started i came to delhi i had a major breakup and i was like you know what bombay is in the place for me i was going through this right phase where I, which i felt was oh so traumatic now now seems oh so funny <laughs> uh, and i was like you know what this this yeah. isn't for me and i'm going to leave and i don't think i want to do this hmm um cut to i actually went in to um you know uh, figure out uh, uh, you know i came back to delhi and i started working with my mom i did shows for marks and spencer i was choreographing and i was marketing and doing things like that right right my right. father said okay now why don't you go to milan I said but now I'm comfortable. He's like no, but now is the time you have to study, you have to do your masters and I was like no, I think I'm comfortable. He's like at least try it. And I was like okay, let's do this. Let's let's try it. Let's go to Milan. I really really wanted to do it as a career before as an education before. Right. I wanted to go. I wanted to see these things. I wanted to understand what was there outside that wasn't uh you know that was that that was something that everybody used to talk about though we have mm-hmm. the most amazing institutions in India. Right. But I went to Milan and when you say what people want to study I come I really believe that you study what you want to study like in mm-hmm. when you're especially when you're doing fashion right. or when you're doing um, ad or journalism it's right. eventually where you work and how you get your you know your um experience that comes. Mm. So I was um I was in um in my class and there's this teacher Natasha Slater she used to handle PR for Dolce and Gabbana and she gets up and says oh um you know there are people in this class who like to waste their time and money and instead of actually going to an event they like to go to Armani and buy a drink and waste money and I was like and everybody looked at me because I'd gone the previous day and they were like how dare she say this to you right. and I was like don't you get it she cares she sees something in me she's saying this for a reason wow. let's do this let's not go out and party let's go to events and let's figure it out it was amazing it was amazing yeah. and cut to in the next span of 6 months i um went to events for dior i went to right. um like kavali i went to like every event i went to bloomerine bulgari it was crazy and it was amazing i actually saw what it felt like to be on el italy or on, on cosmo italy and i'm not just saying it in milan <laughs> and uh, this made me realize that you have to um figure out a way that just one second hi can yeah yeah of course yeah so this is when i realized that okay you don't have to start at a designation to start work you start anywhere you just start and the digital world is Definitely. huge um and yeah so i was studying fashion promotion and communication i felt that was best for me but it was okay. me going to these places and meeting people that got me my job in italy okay. i worked with alessandra yanzito i i communicated with people and that's when i realized for the first time that i love people i love <laughs> like i just love sitting across a table and explaining right. to them what i have to offer to them as a brand and that's what i like to do that's how it changed me there's nothing else i was just a girl who wasn't confident about what she was saying to right. a girl who became very confident about what she was saying and offering even though like 
it was completely something that was new to me myself so if you have to study you have to study being ready that you have to get out and get some experience of work and that's what i believe in i'm sure people have different stories to tell right 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 of course so basically you followed your dream you followed your heart but you also gave it your all right you understood that I- Right, I I gave it my all. You you went you went for events. You did all the right things. You you focused on networking. You know, like that's everything. Everything. That's so real, right? That's and now when you come back to India, you believe that your mom's gonna let you take over work, right? (laughs) I call up my mom. My next question to you. (laughs) I was like, Mom, I'm coming back to India. She's like, That's amazing. And she's like, Because my dadu really wanted me back. And I was like, Mom, I'm coming back. And she's like, That's amazing. I was like, So, Mom, I'm so excited to work with you. She's like, Why? And I'm like, What are you saying? I don't even know. I love your parents already. I love them. Yeah, yeah. She's like, But why would you work with me? I didn't send you there to come back and work with me. You got to do your own shit. I said, How do you want me to get a job? She's like, I don't know. Get a job. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I realized that I was working at Lakme Fashion Week with mom and I met Paul Shah. Okay. Uh, okay. you know, she uh, was heading the Juice magazine at that point of time. And I told mm-hmm. Paul, I said, Paul, you know what? I really want to work. And I'm sure she was also like, what's happening to this girl? But uh, I came back and um, I actually joined Jabong. I joined in as a stylist. I hadn't studied styling, but I guess it was a part of fashion. And I was like, Chalo, let's try and see what it is it is to do this. That's the first time where I met uh, Rin Jajo, who has a major role to play. Whenever somebody in a shoot comes and tells me, why are you so calm? I want them to go and meet Rin and understand what calmness is all about. Wow. Um, Wow. He is such a fabulous person at work. He gives you opportunities and he really, really taught me how to be calm. Mm -hmm. I also met a girl called Neha there, uh, Neha Basin, who actually allowed me to do something known as sets. Like she said that, okay, you know what? Let's make a set for this. Let's do propping for this. Now, oh, this is that propping that I saw at Vishal Bhardwaj. You put a lamp, you put a a backdrop and you start making these things. And that's when we started doing sales shoots for Japan. Hmm. Um, okay. okay. So, I mean, that's what happened, and that's literally how my journey started. But each and every one has such an important role to play because it's absolutely. absolutely. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna be very honest. Like everything I do today is based on human relationships and trust. Right. If trust right. wasn't there, I don't know what would have been. Right. Right. I mean, I feel like you also had like some really, really great mentors along the way. I, feel I like had. I am so important, you know, to learn from people. I feel like that is the most important thing in your life. You have Absolutely. to really be so, so like, um, you know, picky in who you choose to learn from, you know, like you just said, whether it's like life lessons, like things, things like being calm at a shoot, you know, you're teaching somebody how to behave. Uh, in a setting or like you know it's going to go a long long way and you know I'm, I'm sure if he listens to this podcast today he's just going to feel so good about it you know that he actually um, taught you so much I think it's also so important to also it's also what you take away I feel Gopalika you know I think all of us also take away different things from different people you Absolutely. know it's Absolutely. important to like identify the good or the positives right because I feel I like um, I'm gonna, sorry I'm going to break you here I want to yeah, you know, my mom used to tell me that she's like, you always see, like, Gopi, I feel like you're super naive. I know, oh. I know I am, but I sometimes it might be a very, very foolish decision, but I choose not to see the bad because there is just right. so much good. I so think. much good. There so, is so much positivity in being. I agree good. with you and on this one. Yeah. Really, it leaves you with very little time to see bad. And right. I come I've seen bad. I've seen picking up calls and calling up PR agencies and being right. like, hi, this is Gopalika from MMC World, which I'm going to tell you how I started. Yes, uh, please, so of course. But right. I mean, I've done that. I've had calls cut down on me. Right. Let's connect next week. There was no next week. I've had people say, send me a mail. Uh, tell us more about yourself. Send us a company profile. Okay, we'll talk right. to you after lunch, before lunch. Please don't call us here. Right. I, I've seen it all. But then I realized that every time I made a call and I connected with someone is every time how I got a project. It wasn't about making a marketing call in 2000 and um, I think 16 or uh, 15. It wasn't that marketing call. It was every time I met a person. Right. I, I said my impact was most. That was my forte. People was my forte. And right. it wasn't that I was meeting them for work. I actually wanted to have a good meal with them. And that's what I realized. But if you feel that it's been it's been this way, like I've never had my my mom 
like really like knew a lot of people but i've never had her call someone and be like okay you know what gopalika is now a stylist that's amazing that's amazing this. i i fixed my own meetings i got dumped on my own calls and you know my mom is so proud of that day because there's no baggage on her that okay you know absolutely yeah she she she's she's absolutely enjoyed it with me she's enjoyed yeah. this journey but um yeah everything you do has to be from the heart and yes i'm really really naive and i choose to be because <laughs> it keeps me happy and you know sometimes people uh, smoke a cigarette to keep you happy uh, because it makes them feel good or sometimes people write a book or sometimes people write a journal i just i choose to see like happy things with people or in people that i think that's the sweetest thing you said and i think uh, i believe in it i really do i think it's important to choose a way you also look at life right like absolutely a lot of us you know you especially i i feel like also in your field there are so many like setbacks that people don't see absolutely um, i feel like styling and fashion media can be so toxic at times as well i feel like cuz i myself have worked in fashion pr you know i'm from a fashion background i know you know my friends have worked in magazines it can also be so toxic so actually to keep that like morale is i feel like you're success, successful already you know already yeah, like you're you're winning <laughs> you know yeah, i also want to tell you this like take me from here i actually thought that people in fashion were really different like i thought that they were uh, they're just they're not bad people like honestly oh. Or maybe I feel it like that, or yeah. you might be like, "Oh my God, poor child, why is she saying this?" But I've actually communicated with, yeah, I've actually communicated with some fabulous people, and they're really, really nice, and they're just, they're like as a, as much of a kid as I am, or as just <laughs> as I am is what I feel. But I'm just saying that I've I've met these people, and they're just, they're nice, like they're really nice people. And yeah, I mean that's that's what I feel. No, I agree with you, dude. Like, um, it's not all bad, but I'm just saying that you know there are like stresses. People Absolutely. Um, yes, yes, yes. The yeah. environment can get really stressful for, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. So that's yeah. what I mean. But yeah, absolutely, dude. I feel like in a creative field, you have to be somebody who's um, uh, original, authentic, and that comes from I feel like keeping that child inside you alive. so yeah. i can sort of relate to what you might be talking about you know when you when you met people in fashion or these designers or people who are really really artsy you know absolutely <laughs> so yeah. yeah but tell us about you know um mmc tell us about your journey <laughs> to actually getting uh, to you know launching a production house a full fledged fashion pr- production styling uh, set design you know uh, and getting uh... everything tell us how that went so i mmc was uh, me going to a pop exo party that we had done an installation in my mom's mm-hmm. company had actually done it and i said you right. know what let me go check it out let me dress up and go right. and i met a couple of people and i met this girl and she said you know what um have you done some digital content i said yeah when i was in milan i was doing it and you know we had these bunch of people who were right. uh, doing it with me and you know i worked for these brands and she was like oh great we we wanted we wanted to do videos mm-hmm. i said oh sure i can totally do that and i was like no palika you can't and i was like of course i can do it and then she was like what do you think we should do i said of course we should do beauty and this and that and she was like yeah that's what we're doing and i was like that's amazing like we should figure this out and she was like i'm flying to singapore but in about 2 months i'm going to call you and i was like sure and i was like she's never going to call me <laughs> Two months later, she calls me and she goes like, "We're ready to start videos." I'm like, "Great!" She's like, "Okay, so I'm gonna come to India. We're gonna have a meeting and we're gonna do this." I was like, "Oh my god, she's never coming!" Fantastic. And she comes, and I'm like, "Okay." Uh, she's like, "So I'm here. We're gonna do videos. Send me your proposal." And I send her my proposal, and um, they're like, "Please come in for a meeting." I'm like, "This meeting is never gonna work out." <laughs> I go to the meeting. We have a great chat. I tell them what I feel about what should you know what should happen. We we hmm. do budgets and blah blah blah. And I'm like, um, okay. So they're like, great. So we're gonna call you back. And I was like, they're never gonna call me back. <laughs> they call me back. And they're like, great. So we're gonna do a video a week. And we're gonna start. And I was like, that's amazing. And they were like, great. So you're directing these videos for us. I'm like. okay right. and that's when i met pg for the first time and she just she had so much trust in what i was doing and mm-hmm. what i did that it was such a it was it was nice to see that 
And that's when I told my dad, I said, you know what, dad, I, I don't have a company. And he's like, okay. yeah, I said, you know what, dad, you already produce and this is digital production. Let's just do this right. under multimedia communications. And he was like, great, let's do it under multimedia. And I was like, but you know what, we should call it something cooler. What should we call it? <laughs> and he's like, what do you want to call it? And multimedia productions is perfect. I said, no. Let's, let's call it MMC World, <laughs> bigger, better, newer, fresher. And, um, you know, I had a girl who was working in the office who was, of course, doing some fabulous work today. And I was like, yeah, this is my company, make a logo. And we had a gray background and we put a white MMC World with a line in the middle. And I was like, nice. great, this is MMC World. And that's how MMC World started. Uh, we started out doing videos. We went into styling and videos. We went into styling videos, set production. We went into styling video set production our direction we went into styling videos set production our direction uh, location now fashion shows after shivanari right, right. Um, right. we have absolutely incredible just by thank you it. it's literally it's literally people who have believed in us yeah. who have wanted to take the risk with us that made all the difference trust it's right literally nothing else even when um Naresh called me up. It, I mean, I hadn't done fashion shows before that. Yes, I did TV right. shows. I was before he even called, and mm-hmm. and I want to tell you that it was, it was, it was, it was. I I feel it was a risk he was taking, but you know he mm-hmm. trusted in you, and you, you you have to deliver when somebody trusts. It's like me telling you, I come, you know, I feel you're gonna make the best raspberry ice cream. You're like, <laughs> I don't make raspberry ice cream. Why would you say this? And then you are like up all night trying to make that raspberry ice cream because you want to get it perfect right so that's literally what happened and that's literally how it happened that's insane dude but i feel like gopalika it also stemmed from the fact that you had some great experience backing you up right experience is you, everything you I have, have, you know? yeah 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 absolutely right i mean I like it, it, yeah somebody like like a shivan and naresh who've been like you know kicking ass for so many years now there's there's such a Iconic, um, they're iconic. breaking iconic brand in India. Absolutely. Um, I mean, for them to have trusted you is is because of who you were at that time. You know what you've done. I, it's, mean, it's so I feel like for you, it's true. You know, but let me tell you something. Like from now, from the first shoot till today, till the right. last shoot that I ever do, and I hope I keep shooting, uh, till eternity. But um, yeah. till I do that, I will learn every day. Every day you Absolutely. learn. Why you can't maro a taka with a safety pin on a thicker lenga versus a thinner lenga? You learn why this production was weak. You learn why this color blue didn't work for your walls. You learn why your flooring should have been matte and not glossy. You learn why you should not put gold and put um, an other color. You learn every single day. You learn what's the difference between acrylic and thicker acrylic i'm just giving you the stupidest examples but i learn and no, I really every understand. single day so right. does learning ever stop no it doesn't just the way you learn in life through experiences Absolutely. relationships at home before marriage after marriage right. before you meet someone after you meet someone in a relationship out of a relationship you just learn every you single learn. day and it's 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 the most beautiful thing life and i think this is the biggest marker of a successful sort of an entrepreneur or just somebody who's um yeah just everyone you just you just have to keep right. learning it's, it's right. one of the most beautiful experiences and you have to be open to learning i feel like absolutely the day you feel the day you feel you know it all is your last day yeah, i feel like your last day is game over yeah because you can never know it all apple makes new products every year they also didn't know it all last year they got to know more this year so absolutely. you know um, right. you never know it all Absolutely, but Gopalika, tell us when did MMC actually start? Like, what year did you guys launch? And like, so Multimedia Communications has been a company that has done, um, you know, programs such as Style Check. It did India's first fashion program. My father did that. Uh, so Multimedia as a company has been there for a really long time. MMC started, I think, in twenty sixteen December. Okay, so it's yeah. about like twenty fifteen December. Sorry, twenty fifteen. So say about like four and a half, four four plus years. Yes, we're, we're not that old, but yes. <laughs> I think four years is a good time, yeah, to sort it's of... have time. It's, it's a, been my best time. You know, make a mark uh, for yourself or just like, you know, um, because four years still, you're still kind of just starting out, you know, because you're kind of just, you know, yeah. developing your own aesthetic and understanding what, where, what kind of business you want to run, if the business is even successful, you know. For, Absolutely. Um, all of that. 
um, but tell us about actually building this up like because i feel like a lot of people i feel like I uh, starting a company is so easy i feel like you can i haven't built it up like right i feel like people have and i right. feel like people who trusted in us have and i'm not just saying it as a cliche <laughs> i'm genuinely saying it like i've built it up out of things that i wanted to do so i treated it like a craft project like i felt like i wanted to do a shoot in the mountains i got someone to do a shoot in the mountains with i wanted to shoot videos like this i got someone to do it like that i wanted to create a studio with trees i did an anjum modi shoot like that i wanted to create trees in haze we did a kama shoot like that it was always a concept in my head you you know it's a simple thing right when you go to your teacher and when you tell the teacher that i would like my crafts project to be like this she's like great you know it works really well for this year or next year or it doesn't work really well i mean i've just been fortunate enough to have to want to do certain things and certain creative things and have been able to do them you know uh, i come this is not a brand that i have created alone it will never be a brand that i've created alone yes. you know the same way that my grandmom played an important role to create my shoot because right. she trusted enough to uh, give me her bed sheet give me the camera click for me is the same way that people always help you build it's never you can never build a brand sitting alone you can never build a brand throwing out hatred you can never hate your uh, competition honestly i've never even like looked at someone and said oh you know what this is what i want to do it's never come to me i hope it does i hope that i <laughs> someone has taken me like damn i want to do this but it's right. never come to me like that i've always been in my own shell but at the same time i've always respected people that i can have a conversation with and push out an idea right. and i think that's really helped me because you know last year december my fiance asked me he said okay go this is a fab thing but do you even know who your competition is i was like no i should right like and he was like i'm mean, always nice and healthy to know and i was like hi yeah like i mean i i don't even know like i'm in such a shell it's not a good thing i think but it's always like kept me so protected that right um and i and i feel that that this journey of building this has been a journey of me wanting to trying to do new ideas mm-hmm. there is no right. other right. there is no other reason why this journey has worked out right i feel like so, yeah. you know in business they call it i think this blue ocean strategy i i'm either it's a really i am really bad with blue so it's it's <laughs> like going about your business like you don't have competition which is great i feel like because firstly you're not uh, always stressed about somebody else right you're always building on your own yeah and you know what who tells you that that somebody else can do lesser better than you yeah. people are equal like today if i stop working there are going to be five people who can do the same job as me it's just the the vision of making the plant green or look purple that's all it's just uh, nobody picks you up because you're less better or more better or whatever they pick you up because their vision matches yours we are a creative field we're not a competition you're not fighting in wall street you're fighting in delhi and you're fighting in bombay and you're fighting in these places it's not a fight it's a it's a creative competition of vision but i again don't feel like i think competition is wrong word it's just the vision that matches that's literally it absolutely absolutely i feel like it's also yeah. like um you know you're so i feel like in creative fields you have to just be better than who you were yesterday oh abs this is the right thing you've said um, this you is the be better than who you were i think regardless of you know because i even with designers you can't actually compare a sabya sachi to say like a shivanand rish they're completely different people in fashion oh. right it's absolutely. like different aesthetics right um, absolutely so i agree with exactly what you're saying i feel like you know for our listeners also all these younger people who are just starting on their careers it's so important to know who you are and just keep building on your own and also your journey is going to be so special you have no right. idea it right. will be amazing believe in your own creative vision do not copy people like that's the worst thing you can do in any creative field i feel like Absolutely. once once you're killing that creative authenticity you're yeah. dead dude nobody's going to look at you again absolutely you know? um, okay. and even in like building your own uh, sort of you know like growth right you have to be like yeah. open to just being better yourself and like being absolutely. okay with who you are today and just trusting in the fact that okay in another like 6 months i'll be at some point you know absolutely that's agreed so, so important completely that's agreed <laughs> so i think you've given us some like really really good pointers there uh, but gopalika moving on to just actually you know um, fashion like executing a fashion campaign or executing like you know um, a gig where you're acting as a stylist 
run us through like a day um, in your life where maybe you know you have to either design a, a campaign or you know you're styling somebody how does that creative process for you flow it, it's a really long process but sometimes it's really short because the clients call you and say acha but in 4 days we have to shoot and i'm like <laughs> okay that escalated really fast um but um i'll um, i'll be very honest it starts with yeah. the client sending me the pictures of what they want me to shoot right. um i put together a team i am very very um like I, i there are a certain bunch of people i like to work with but i don't like it's not that i always choose the same people to work with i always right. try and choose different teams for different brands but um things that can always stay are like your makeup artist your production team things that people that know you really well it helps mm-hmm. you brand things faster uh, but always like game to try new people it always works well uh, we start by creating a concept we have a ppt we have about three mood boards we give them Right. Uh, out of the mood boards, the client tell us, okay, this sucks and this works really well for us. Right. We then further on create either a set or jumble down down to a location. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then move on to how this location would uh, work with the way you style the product. So whether we have to go OTT on styling or not OTT on styling, you go as minimal as you want or as crazy as you want. It completely depends on the location, the clothes, and it's a mix of things. So right. a job of a stylist is never just to see the clothes and be like, oh, this is looking nice. So this is not looking nice it's like you see the clothes you figure out what it looks like you figure out what works for you and then you decide right um over that we actually close the, the i mean we already have the photographer on board which is a much mm-hmm. earlier thing we then work on lighting references we work work on setting and propping and the models and who would work best to get best to get this campaign and then we go uh, a day closer to the campaign day when we kind of literally we put all the things together or either shift it into a location or shift it into a studio construct a set figure out the paint that works well the colors the tones and then we kind of uh, wrap what we call as a production like a ppm for a, a campaign and then move on to the campaign day Right. It's a long process. Right. I've actually done. I've made it tougher for myself, but lovelier for myself because I get a lot of creative control. Because most times it's we who are producing it, directing it, art directing it, styling it. So it kind of the the I get to play a lot. If that's easier to say. Right. 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 Yeah. Also, Gopalika, I feel like these like in any creative field, you have to you go through so much of research and brainstorming, right? And then it's absolutely. And then it's the final day, which is your goal or or the execution, right? Right. Do you think it's more important? Do you think it's important to go through a process, like you know, the process of creating something, or do you think, um, you know, it could be a personal opinion or just what you think is. You have to go through that process. Like what? Like what do you think is? you know more important for a creative visionary like do they have to like is the process really important like how important important it's like it's like how you make banana bread you have to go through the process of picking the maida picking the banana roasting it out getting the right sugar sugar can't be like thick the the amount of cream or milk that you put i don't know what goes into it i'm just giving an example it's like how you prepare that is it even possible that you end up in your kitchen and you find the perfect roasted or the perfect galawa banana and the perfect cream or the perfect like caramelized toffee if you need it like you can never find everything in one place you have to go through the process you have to get into the uh, gullies of like a, a market to find the best propping i mean i i mean my propping people know me so well that when i say it's a vintage lamp with like jhalar coming they understand it's a fringe lamp um you know they understand references from shoots that acha ye alice ke shoot mein liya tha ye iske shoot mein liya tha so it's a process that each one of these people in the team put together for me and without either one of the things i won't be able to complete anything if i can't just i i cannot do any shoot without a process it cannot happen for me it does not happen for me it it doesn't work for me so that can it be possible i'm the wrong person to answer because i've never done it without that yeah of course so basically like coming from you it's probably the most essential part of any absolutely um you know um uh, event you know so i think that that's also really um it's a, it's a it's a good thing for people to also know that they need to go through these processes to actually come out with something which is new authentic which is going to have legs or you know have a, it's going to run the campaign's going to be successful so you know it's, i think it's that's, that's a great point for people to also like sort of just um understand on a very deeper level yeah. you know 
Yeah. Um, that's amazing, Gopalika. But, you know, just coming towards, you know, the end of our podcast, um, I want to I wanna just ask you, you know, um, you say that you haven't, you know, built this alone, but it's always a personal journey for anything, you know. Uh, be it like going to Bombay if you're undergrad or going to Milan and, you know, going through all these events or, you know, following your dreams, following your gut. Uh, what are a few, like, hardships that you faced maybe in your professional career journey? Hello, and, darling. Sorry. And, like, how did you overcome them? You know, if you could just take us through maybe a few things that you remember that were really hard, you know, that you had to get over and, you know, maybe... I remember this one. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you about an instance that I remember. Yeah. I was a year down and I, I called my mom into my studio. I have a studio in Delhi um, right. and I, I started crying and I said, you know, mama, like it's not going ahead. What I'm doing is not going ahead. These calls aren't converting. Like, I don't know what to do. Like my heart isn't, do you think nobody wants to shoot? Do you think people know me? Do you think I should get a PR? <laughs> board? Do you right. think someone should handle my PR? Do you, think, yeah. do you think I'm not doing something right? Yeah. And she said, you're in such a rush, Kupalika. You're in such a rush. If you're in such a rush, how will you do this? Hmm. I was like, no, I don't feel like coming down to work. In the whole of November, we did only one shoot. The hmm. shoot cost was only 50000 hmm. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't think this is going to work. Like, this is not hmm. working. Hmm. Chill. It's been a year. You know, Popexo videos had, I'd done about 130 videos. And suddenly, wow. uh, you know, they wanted like they were also wanting to go in-house and I was like of course you should because you can't be you know lending out videos at all times to another production house and I understood that um when it was time to come back to MMC with no client it was it was a crazy time and and of course like I couldn't tell my dad my dad was producing still so I mean I didn't count that as one I mean I did count it as one thing when it came Mm -hmm. to billing and things like that but you know personally I wasn't involved in any shoots and I was like what just happened like what what on earth just happened and right. she's wow you're in such a rush you're you're you you lose you lose um you know you 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 lose so fast and right. i said mom nothing's working out she said try to karo. like <laughs> go and sit on your table and open the laptop and work and mm-hmm. i said what how can i work there is nobody to work she's like try more and wow. uh, that evening wow. at six o'clock i made a call to avon and I set up a meeting with this girl called Astha and, and I started doing their shoots. And that was my, like the first big production that actually right. went into after Jabong because Jabong I had left, Popexo videos right. were over. Right. And can I please tell you that, um, um, you know, the, the, the joy of learning that from my mother, that you hmm. get up, you sit on a table and you open your laptop and work will find you is still right. existing with me today. That is it still crazy. exists. It was locked down. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. There's no work. I've not lived without work for so many years. I don't know what right. to do. And she's like, so you know what to do. And I was like, okay, this is my table. I got the desktop shifted from the office, like the edit desktop shifted from the office. Right. Um, I didn't know how to edit. Now I know how to edit. I didn't <laughs> know, you know, I've learned things uh, yeah. and done things in my own way. So right. um, it's the same concept. You get up, hmm. go to work, and then you sit and you take out work and work comes to you. You basically so have to just show up. You right? have to show up. You, you have, have to show up every day regardless of a, the smallest. Absolutely. Right, you know? You have to be consistent. Uh, it was such a disaster. I was doing an event for a luxury brand. All meals had gone. I was all of 22. I was hosting it. All the designers knew. Uh, right. Everybody knew. I'd sent a mail to everyone and suddenly they called me up and said, oh, um, sorry, the budget didn't get approved. Oh, no way. 20-year-old person dealing with this. I was howling. Uh, I think that taught me that shit happens, you know? Right. Um, the November twenty two is a young age, dude. To be I, yeah, I was really young. I was <laughs> facing all yeah. of this, you know. Yeah, yeah, I never even thought like a male confirmation was re- required. I trusted people that much. Um, right. And cut to, um, you know, the November that I had four years ago. I was like, mm. what even happened? How can we do one shoot in all of November? Mm. And uh, yeah, like thank God it happened and thank God I wow. felt that and thank God my mom told me never to stop and thank God right. um, you know I realized that 
you have your voice and you have your head and you have your brain and you have a desktop put it to work and right right so yeah wow your mom's a force huh my mom is the reason things happen in my life my brain is set on the right track because of my mother she is my best friend she is the best I mean I feel like roadblocks also teach you like more lessons than success ever will like I think how you handle these um you know small failures if you want to follow you know you could go to my mother and be like oh my god such a big thing happened this happened and that happened she'd be like just calm down right for like what's wrong with you like what has happened what has happened find a solution goparika i'm like right. the flex for tomorrow has not come and this is happening and she's like you know okla has a flex center which is open like 24/7 call them up <laughs> it's easy okay problem solver mom's a problem solver she i think you get that from her <laughs> and she makes every big problem look so small and she only reacts to things really urgently when it's really really required if not she's just like right stop being a child just do what you have to do and i think you also had like such a strong uh, i think both your parents were such strong figures in your life that you never actually uh, thought of um, giving up or um, stopping i think like your parents like from all that you've been telling me your parents have also been such a such huge inspirations in your okay. life Okay. Right. We have been your grandparents and and your grandparents. Absolutely, right? absolutely. Oh. My granddad keeps a watch yeah. on me even today, and he asks me, "Oh, did you shoot today? What happened? Oh, you didn't have a shoot yesterday? What happened?" And I'm like, "I'll go. I'm doing it. I can't do it." Dad, Dad, he's like, "Okay, okay, that's great. That's great. What did you? What shoot was the day before yesterday? What was your role?" I was like, "Oh God, like Dadu," and like, yeah, he's he's always and. forever like there to kind of make sure that i'm always doing right. things right i think family is one of the biggest sort of um what do you call those things when you can just like jump off or like you know um, i can jump to oh. them for any <laughs> you know i feel like they are they're the biggest like factors in your life and like we're grateful to have such like amazing families who have been pushing us and i feel like you know um, it's so it's i love the fact that you know um, being a woman entrepreneur hasn't come up in this conversation because a lot of times i do discuss with you know my guests about how tough uh, sometimes life can be but like i feel like um, you know it's amazing sometimes to just not feel that life's been tough for somebody because their family was just so progressive I, you know what i want to tell you something about this though um yeah. i actually was never like it was never that i was a girl and i was out right you know, i've been at setups till 4am right. i've been at setups and coming back home at 6am right. i've done night shifts i've done shoots i have had a crazy time okay. i had crazy timings at work nor does um uh, my mom nor does my dad ever say oh my god you're a girl why are you out it's like right. kaam khatam ho gaya okay theek hai do you have to go back in the morning acha theek hai did you eat great okay cool yeah you know it's never a it's never a girl or a guy situation and once you uh, start talking to for me for me yeah, that's what i'm saying exactly your team yeah. they understand that you understand and you know the back work of what mm-hmm. goes into the shoot they will shut up and they will understand that you're talking logic you have to right. um you know convince people uh, and tell people that you know what you're talking about and then i right. that's that's pretty much it um it's such i feel like families are so important and i i'm so happy like you know it makes me so happy to uh, listen to these uh, stories where families are just amazingly just you know liberal i feel like it's so important for families to be this way for the you know daughters because like even like for me i feel like my it's the reason because i can do whatever the hell i'm doing today is because my family my parents my dad and everybody they've all just been so open for me to be just doing like i'm 27 like i'm going to be 27 like they've never asked me about marriage you know they've never asked no, me about it no like i mean yeah you should <laughs> if you want why i fell in love and i said that my mom just asked me once are you sure i said yeah she's like okay great like this yeah. is it you know exactly it, exactly as yeah. simple as that you don't need like pressures and i think it's amazing and i think you know we should we should all like sort of just uh, happily walk towards a society that's like this with all all of us 
you know because I feel like some of us just get lucky like you and me <laughs> you know oh, it's true it's um, very um, very for a lot of us i think i, I feel like especially north india for a lot of us it's a um, lot of women it's very different you know yeah. even like think of doing something um on a bigger scale or just doing something on their own you know yeah uh, but i feel like you know it's true but it's 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 now changing and i know changing for sure yes absolutely absolutely yeah. awesome gopalika i think uh, you know i've had so much fun talking to you and like i wish we could okay. keep going on and on but i think we uh-huh. have to sort of move towards the last two questions yes. uh, for our podcast okay gopalika so for anybody starting out in this field because what entrepreneur is all about is basically an entrepreneur who's ready correct yeah. you know um so we want to basically give these younger people college grads people you know looking to start their own businesses or getting into styling could you give them like maybe a few tips or like some advice how to basically start out yeah. you know so one uh, speak to a bunch of people around you to hmm. write mails right. don't dm people uh, write emails consistently write emails call the right. hr teams work wherever you want to and just if you can for the first year um i did it so i will tell you as well like just you are you this is a labor of love when i say it i mean it you have to be up there are no timings there are no uh, these do's and don'ts be mm. 15 minutes early if you get a job um leave 15 minutes late if you can uh, right. concentrate on what is different um and connect with people if you get a chance to stand at a place start connecting sell yourself as a product yes. and as a service from the time that you leave your college or once you enter the college whenever you feel you're ready yes. um and you you feel you're ready start selling yourself as a service and it's it's very very important that you mm-hmm. uh, when i say that service means like your your styling or you're an art director already right. believe that you can do that project you don't have to and already believe that while you're doing that project you're going to fuck up so learn that you're going to learn in this project and you're not perfect so don't tell people that no i feel this is right and you can't tell me what to do and you don't know work as a team correct work is a must communicate with people go out find ways don't spend time uh, partying and having fun you know spend time um trying to figure out how you can get a right meeting or how you can actually get communicated or connected to somebody who might kind of help you achieve what you want to achieve you have one dream and there is no way that you should look left or right while you're wanting to achieve it lovely lovely i think that yeah. i think that's 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 the most um concise and most beautiful way anybody's put you know giving advice i love that and i feel like all of these are like anecdotal you know tips that you you've done in your life you know absolutely agreed how you come here you know? and i yes. feel like that's always the best way to learn is to learn from people's experiences like you said you know talk to people connect with people and you know hopefully as entrepreneur we deliver that for younger people you know with people like you industry leaders you know coming on board and talking about your journeys it's so so valuable gopalika you won't you you have no idea like how how much people want to like listen to people's stories i think Thank it's you and i'm so happy sharing mine i think it's stories that run the world It does. It's just, you know, getting inspired from maybe like I feel like you know like how you spoke about your you know roadblock with how your mom you know pushed you eventually. I feel like sometimes this can just spark something in somebody and they're gonna go back to work feeling so much better that you know okay, Gopalika Vermani faced this, so I can face it too. Vermani <laughs> saw a lot of calls getting cut, a lot of people like. taking the meeting not working out but when things don't work out you work harder if things start working out right from the start you never work out right right great gopalika i think this has been an absolutely incredible session i'm so grateful again uh, that you know you took out the time to do this with us we know it's a really busy time for you um, so all the more grateful to have you today and hopefully um, you know all our best wishes to you and hopefully we get to you know I we get to take you out for coffee sometime as entrepreneur. I, I really hope so, and I hope that happens soon. Thank you so much, Gopalika. Chalo. Thank you. Thank you, Gopalika.